0: It is with great sadness that we report that our beloved Sheldon Goodman passed away in his sleep Thursday night after heroically battling multiple illnesses throughout the years. Shell began his career at the Federal Reserve Bank of New York on the open market trading desk over 60 years ago, and later founded the high-yield trading division at Goldman Sachs. In addition, Sheldon was a partner, compliance officer, and sales manager at Bear Stearns, was Director of Commodities and Futures at Gruntel Co., and a former Director of the Chicago Board Options Exchange. Earlier in the week, Shell said that Northstar, which had been his home for nearly 20 years, had been his favorite place to work and couldn't imagine a better place to end his career. We all feel blessed to have had him as our partner, and we will miss his unflappable optimism and sound counsel. Most importantly, he was a loving husband to Valerie and a kind and gentle presence in the lives of his children and grandchildren. Shell loved the markets, and both stocks and bonds treated him to one final rally, as our predictions from our previous commentary proved accurate. In that commentary, we noted, The midterm elections are on Tuesday, the outcome of which likely will have significant implications, but apparently only a minor impact on the financial markets. Very few companies have even mentioned the elections during their quarterly conference calls. The Consumer Price Index release on Thursday, on the other hand, will certainly be a major focus for stock and bond traders. Economists forecast an 8% year over year increase in October, down from 8.2% in September. Used car pricing and home prices have certainly cooled, but those factors may not show up in the data yet. We continue to expect slowing inflation data in the coming months, aided by both cooling input costs. And easier comparisons to late 2021 and early 2022. Indeed, those two themes dominated the headlines, with the market essentially unchanged following the elections, and then soaring on Thursday on a report that showed slowing inflation and raised hopes that the Federal Reserve might pull back its policy of aggressive interest rate hikes. The Labor Department data pegged the annual rate of inflation at 7.7% in October, short of expectations for a 7.9% rise and down from this summer's high of 9.1%. Growth stocks fared the best, with the Nasdaq Composite soaring 8.1%, while the S&P 500 jumped 5.9%, and the Russell 2000 gained 4.6%. The yields on the 10-year Treasury dropped 34 basis points to 3.81%, and the dollar declined over 4%. We believe this October CPI data point will eventually become a trend as the impact of weakening home prices increases as more transactions, or home sales, show up in the data, although such trends are rarely perfectly linear. Our view is that inflation statistics will wiggle downward as consumers slow major purchases that are typically financed with increasingly expensive credit. Therefore, big-ticket items such as appliances and furniture could also be vulnerable to rising costs of credit and rising opportunity cost of spending savings. Used car price drops may also intensify if businesses like Carvana heavily discount vehicles to encourage transactions, as seems to already be happening, as shown in the used car price trend Mannheim index chart shown in the written version of our blog. In past economic slowdowns, housing price declines typically seeped very slowly into the inflation tracking statistical data series because home sales transactions first became less and less frequent before prices reset, such that sellers and buyers see eye to eye and the pace of home sales picks up again. Moreover, our conversations with the management teams of our portfolio companies suggests much less aggressive plans for adding jobs and wage increases. In other words, Goldilocks might start feeling like the porridge is too cold rather than too hot. This week, the retail sector will be in focus with earnings reports due out from Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, Target, and Macy's. Additionally, the Census Bureau will report retail sales data for October with expectations of a modest increase from September. Inflation data will be back in the headlines with the release of the producer price index for October on Tuesday. Although still elevated, it is forecasted to continue the downward trend that started after peaking in March. We believe this trend is important as producer prices often influence consumer prices with a modest lag. Housing data later in the week will likely exhibit softness in response to the surging mortgage rates, as mentioned above. Turning to stocks on the move, up 20.1% was ACO brands Corp Ticker ACCO. Last week, ACO reported Q3 earnings of 25 cents per share and revenue of 485.6 million representing a 24% and 7.8% year-over-year decline in earnings and sales respectively. Management discussed strong international growth offset by macro and currency headwinds, indicated future cost and pricing actions, and expects fiscal year 23 free cash flow to increase to a range of 90 million to 100 million. Up 13.2% was Napco Security Technologies Inc. ticker NSSC. Napco reported strong results last week. With Q3 gap earnings of 17 cents per share and revenue of 39.5 million, beating by 4 cents and 3.15 million, respectively. Demand for Napco products and services is strong, and management expects to deliver revenue growth and increase profitability in fiscal year 23 and beyond. Up 10.3% was the Eastern Company, ticker EML. On Monday, the Eastern Company reported Q3 earnings of 72 cents per share and record sales of $71.6 up 12% year-over-year. Backlog remains strong, and management expects very favorable long-term demand trends across core markets. Down 13.7% with Sono Group, ticker SEV. Sono ended the week down after a two-day rally on news that it had signed a partnership agreement with Bosch Automotive Aftermarket for Bosch Car Service Workshops to perform all the maintenance and repair service on the Sono Scion car. Up 13.1% was Qualcomm Incorporated, ticker QCOM. Chip stocks rose last week after an announcement from Taiwan Semiconductor, the world's largest chip maker, that October sales were up nearly 55% from the year before. Additionally, up 10.1% was Advanced Micro Devices Inc. AMD shares also responded positively to the announcement from Taiwan Semiconductor. Turning to stocks that moved on no significant company news. Up 10.7% was Allied Motion Technologies, Inc., ticker A-M-O-T. Up 11% was Bluebird Corp., ticker B-L-B-D. Up 11.3% was one flowerscom Inc., ticker F-L-W-S. Up 11.5% was LSI Industries, Inc., ticker L-Y-T-S. Up 11.8% was Century Casinos, Inc., ticker C-N-T-Y. Up 12.7% was Boot Barn Holdings, Inc., ticker BOOT. Up 12.9% was ValueLine Inc., ticker V-A-L-U. Up 13.7% was Rocky Brands Inc., ticker R-C-K-Y. Up 15% was the Blackstone Group, ticker BX. Up 17.2% was Greedbrick Partners Inc., ticker G-R-B-K. And up 19.9% was Hamilton Beach Brands Holding Company, ticker H-B-B. Before we sign off today, we have a small Chicago sports update. The Chicago Bears lost to the Detroit Lions over the weekend 31 30, dropping to a 3-7 record for the year. The Bears blew a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter before Justin Fields thrilled the fans at Soldier Field with a 67-yard touchdown run. Cairo Santos missed the extra point, and the Lions marched 91 yards to score in the final minutes to secure the victory. On a brighter note, the University of Chicago basketball team has looked terrific in starting the season 3 and 0. The Maroon Nation will be in full force this upcoming weekend for the Midway Classic with games against Colorado College and Colby at the Ratner Center. Good seats are still available. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's blog. Have a great rest of your Monday. Securities are offered through New Edge Securities, Inc., member FINRA Sipic. Financial advice is offered through Northstar Investment Management Corp., a registered investment advisor. Northstar Investment Management Corp. is not a subsidiary or control affiliate of New Edge Securities, Inc. The information provided in this commentary is not an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to purchase any security, product, or brokerage service. The information is not intended to be used as the basis for investment decisions, nor should the information be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of any investor. This commentary is presented to illustrate examples of the securities that North Star Investment Management Corporation and or its affiliates may have bought for client accounts and the diversity of markets in which North Investments may invest and may not be representative of current or future investments. You should not assume that the performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or product referenced directly or indirectly in this commentary will be profitable or will be equal to any corresponding performance levels that might be indicated. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investments in securities involve risks, including the possible loss of the principal invested. Northstar and others associated with it, including employees, may have positions in and affect transactions in securities of companies mentioned or indirectly referenced in this commentary. Northstar may buy, sell, or hold these securities in proprietary or client accounts. Northstar will not be providing regular updates or advising you of any changes in the views expressed herein. Investors should consider their investment objectives, risk tolerance, and financial situation and needs before investing in any security. Tax considerations, commissions, fees, and other costs should be carefully evaluated with one's investment and or tax advisors. Information provided is obtained from sources deemed to be reliable, but Northstar cannot guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information. This material may not be reproduced, distributed, or transmitted to any other person in whole or in part without the prior written consent of Northstar. A copy of Northstar Investment Management Corporation's Form ADV brochure, privacy notice, and business continuity plan summary can be obtained by calling 312-580-0900.